Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada here at the D downtown Las Vegas. Uh, Mel Kuyper has done a mock draft. Does that interest you at all? Say yes. Uh, Yeah, it does. Okay. He has a quarterback, quarterback, quarterback at the top of the draft. He's got Caleb Williams going to the Bears. He's got Jaden Daniels going to the Commodores. Uh-oh. Let's go. And then he's got Drake May going to the Patriots. He also has seven wide receivers. Count them. Seven going in the first round. Why, do, why do people do that? Why do they say something and then they go count them right afterwards? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think Jaden Daniels does end up jumping uh, May. And I cannot wait to bet unders on Keon Coleman's draft position. Unders? Oh, yeah. I think he is going to go very high in this, the draft. This is why, I, as I soon as you you're said You're in it, my head with this As stuff. soon as you said it. As, uh, we do this every year. I consider myself a somewhat fairly intelligent human being, but to this day, I can never figure out the <laughs> higher, lower, under, well, over Well, we say thing. higher in the draft, yeah. but on the draft position, it would be under, not over. One day I'll get it right. One day. Uh, let's talk some college hoops real quick before we get back into the NFL because we got Eric Eager coming up. Um, we got math coming up, too. And I got some thoughts on the Niners as well. Um, let's talk some college basketball with three-man weaves. James Patrick Root. How you doing, Jimmy Root? What's happening, man? I'm good. I'm, I'm sad you'll be talking Niners and not Packers in the next round. But you know what? It's been almost 48 hours. I'll get over it. I'm getting there. How? Well, that's a good place to start, actually. Like, you know, because the common sentiment is, and I think it's correct, that – as bad as it hurts for any of the other teams, that for the Packers specifically, oh, man, like they could taste this. And now, yeah, of course, yeah, of, I, I yeah go ahead. I felt, like they, felt like they outplayed them. So that, you know, it certainly uh, is going to hit home. And look, they were nine and eight and barely snuck into the playoffs. But you never know when the, the chances are going to come. You can always assume, yes. oh, it's a young team, they'll get back there. And I, I don't I don't love that mindset. You don't know for sure they'll get back there and have an opportunity to 
finally unseat the Niners. I think we've now lost five times to them in the playoffs in the last like 10 years. So uh, felt like they were going to get over the hump. Unfortunately, did not happen this time. Yeah, Co- Colin Kaepernick's greatest moment, probably that <clears throat> that postseason game against the uh, the Packers so many years ago. Yeah, it's that's such a great point that you make, though. It's like, yeah, because if you back off 48 hours, you're like, well, this team is set up. They got a coach that people like. They got a quarterback that looks like they got a franchise quarterback. This is great. But you're right, man. There's no guarantee. We used to say this about Dan Marino back in the day when he got to the Super Bowl in year two. You're like, oh, this is going to happen all the time. Never happen again. Yep. So you never know. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers played in one Super Bowl. So, you know, definitely no guarantees. Yeah. Oh, boy, he's milked that pretty good, hadn't he? Um, <laughs> he sure has. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start with you in the same way that I ended with Kai, your buddy, Kai McKeon, last time he was on. Just a quick do you trust, do you not trust exercise of coaches? People seem to like this. So uh, we're going to do this. You ready? Yep. Fire yeah. away. Just want to warn you when he gave the wrong answer, I told him so. This is not an opinion question. No, I'm kidding. Here we go. Houston, Kelvin Sampson. We'll talk about some of the best teams in college hoops. Kelvin Sampson. 100% trust. Uh, great, great in-game adjuster. Great preparer. Has, has built an incredible culture there. And probably one of the best in the country at recruiting to his scheme. Uh, I've heard a couple of recruiting people talk about going on the, the trail, going to AAU games, and you can immediately pick out which guys the Houston recruit. Uh, definite trust of them and their defensive identity. Arizona, Tommy Lloyd. Yes, with reservations. Um, I, I don't know that they've proved they can win in multiple ways in the postseason. Uh, that concerns me. You've got to be flexible stylistically, but I think this roster sets up better for it. Uh, there is some need to prove it, though, still for him in, in the postseason. Kai said he trusted him, and I told him that is that answer is incorrect. And so you did a, <laughs> you did a little better. I'll give you that much. Auburn, Bruce okay, Pearl. Good. Bruce Pearl, Auburn. Yeah, I trust Bruce Pearl. I think he's also really figured out an identity. Uh, he's obviously made a postseason run uh, before, taking a five seed to the uh, Final Four. I think they beat North Carolina, Kentucky, and one more blue blood, maybe Kansas, uh, in a row in that run. So he's knocked off some pretty good coaches in the postseason. This team is dominant at the rim on both ends of the floor. I, I trust him to make the right call in the postseason. All right, for the rest of these, I need your answers confined to one sentence, sir. Okay, Done. okay, maybe two. North Carolina, Hubert Davis. Uh, not really. Really good roster. Don't don't trust him. Tennessee, Rick Barnes. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. This team has more offensive pop. Could be different, but I'm not sure he's the guy. Purdue, Matt Painter. I do, and you're going to tell me it's oh, wrong, but I do trust boy. Matt Painter. I do. Oh, these guys, <laughs> these three-man weavers. Uh, BYU, Mark Pope. 100%. I think he's one of the best 10 coaches or so in the country. They lack athleticism, but he's a great coach. Michigan State, Tom Izzo. Do I even need to ask? Yep, I do in the postseason. I mean, just he proves that he can get them peaking at the right time. All right, last five before we get to your picks here. Creighton, Greg McDermott. Not really. Uh, I, I think he's played the math well defensively, but they're not hard to play against. They're, they're not, they don't challenge you physically. Wisconsin, Greg Gard. Yes, to an extent. I'm not sure the ceiling's super high, despite them having a little more offensive weaponry. UConn, Dan Hurley, I shouldn't even bother asking. He won a national championship, defending champ. Um, yep, trust him, and he's got elite assistance. So I, I really ooh, like that staff. That's a nice little add-on. Alabama, Nate Oates. No, not really. I, I think he's oh. too set in his ways with the anti-mid-range, and it, there's just not enough flexibility there, too. They can go cold, and it's a, it's a loss then. All right, and finally, Duke, John Shire. Nope, I do not trust him. I think he's got a lot of 
progress to make still on, on the sideline. Great recruiter, coach still coming along. All right, let me ask you about uh, what I would consider to be the marquee matchup uh, tonight in college basketball. Uh, Houston at BYU with the Cougars favored by two and a half. Any thoughts on that game tonight? Oh, which Cougars? Caleb, come on, you got to specify. Oh, I'm sorry. You? That's correct. The Houston <laughs> Cougars. That's right. Yeah. 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 I, I think kind of what I just said uh, with Pope and, and with BYU, I trust them as a coach and that that home court's going to be a huge edge for them playing at altitude. But I think the athleticism gap's going to be a little too much for them. Saw Cincinnati go to BYU and give them troubles with uh, some of their wing and size athleticism. And I, Houston can do the same thing, bother their shooters, negate some of the edge on the glass. And even with Khalifa, the, the BYU big man, pulling guys away from the rim with his passing and shooting, I, I still think Houston can kind of overwhelm them with athleticism. I didn't end up betting it because of that home court advantage. I think uh, it's going to be huge for BYU in, in conference. Look what they did Iowa State. but. Athleticism, edge, and, and physicality gap really scares me for BYU. Kelly, it's Cougar on Cougar action today in that ball game. Yeah. Some might say. What Some are your three say. picks? What did you land on here, Jim? I got two in the Big Ten. So we'll start with uh, 610 on the betting board. Nebraska minus three at home. Uh, just, just love them at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Terrific home court environment. And they've been terrific late in games. And that has not been the case for Ohio state. They're, they're like last 10 minutes of every single game is bad. Uh, and on the road in a hostile environment as a, as a young team, I think if Nebraska doesn't run away with this, which I think they have a chance to do even then down the stretch, I feel like Nebraska can pull away with their experience. Uh, it's just, it, it feels like maybe the Ohio state thing has run its course for Chris Holtman. I, I could see this being his final year. Uh, okay. The other big 10 game I've got is Purdue first half. Uh, one, six, four, eight on the betting board, minus 10, minus 10 and a half, I think is still good as well. Uh, no Doug McDaniel for Michigan. They're starting point guard. He does not play in road games right now. For some reason, he's got a, a road suspension. I have no idea what the detail is behind that. Uh, but per every on off margin metric, you can find he's their best player, most important player. They don't have a good replacement for him. His speed, his shot creation, his ability to get through defenses. I think he would have been kind of a problem for, for this Purdue backcourt. Now he's not there. Purdue has been destroying teams in the first half of games. There's some risk that, you know, they let teams in the back door. They did it with Illinois at home, almost did it with Indiana in the second half. They let them back in after a huge first half and then re-extended. I'm just not even going to mess with that second half possibility. I'll take Purdue first half at home in a big home environment there. Uh, and then the last one is an over in the Mid-American Conference Maction on a Tuesday night. Yes. 639 on the betting board. Toledo, Northern Illinois, two teams that like to play up tempo conference that offense really dominates. Both these teams are better offensively than defensively. And Northern Illinois just got a key score back recently. Zarek Nutter had missed a couple of games. Add that in with what Toledo's already got. Formidable offense there. Terrific offensive line. Todd Kowalczyk on the sideline. High number up at 160. I think we see plenty of points there, though, and this one gets over. All right. Thank you for giving the rotation number on your first half bet, by the way. We, are, we very much appreciate that. There is a segment of the audience that will let you know about that. All right. Last uh, 90 seconds here. Uh, two questions. One, the first one is, would you like any of your coaches' answers back? 
No, I, I think I'm standing by. Okay. Why are we getting are we getting shade in the tweets on something no, I said? No, what I just thought I'd give you a chance. <laughs> right. if, you, if you apply pressure, maybe he's like, "What did I answer wrong?" <laughs> yeah. uh, and then well, is, this, is this like the if they give you a chance to switch your answer, you always do the uh, variable that's change correct. or whatever. That's very yeah. right. It's uh, what is it? The Monty, Monty Hall, Hall, the yeah. Monty Hall uh, conundrum. Yes. Uh, and then the final <laughs> question is for those who are looking to make a futures bet. Here we are, uh, a little past mid July. Uh, what's the best? futures bet on the board in your opinion at this moment to win it all sir uh in terms of like at like top to contenders i, I think i'd probably go uh with houston the value is not really there arizona is probably the best team i've seen but value wise it's a team that's maybe not in the tournament right now but i think it's huge upside is oregon mm. uh, they haven't been healthy most of the year uh, their best freshman guard was out to start the year, and then their dominant center was out most of the year. They've got everybody back together. They just lost two games on the very difficult mountain road trip. So I think it's actually a pretty good time to buy in on them. They've got Arizona coming to town this weekend. If they get that win and start to rise back up in the field, I think that'll look good. Uh, but yeah, that's not, it's not the most appealing at the top of the board. Honestly, the best value is probably Duke right now. They, they've oh. dipped down in the odds, and I think uh, when you get Roach and Mitchell back in there healthy, they'll start to look like the top team they were to start the year. Okay. Are you sure you don't want No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Matt Painter <laughs> leaps to mind as this Tommy Lloyd. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for always uh, just rolling with it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, hey, Matt Painter's making a Final Four this year. Gil, it's happening. Okay. Say it. All right. Mark it down. <laughs> Jim Root, everybody, from 3-Man Weave, 3MW underscore CBB for all of their plays. More football on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. Like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to. Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's 
there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. At Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guaranteed. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash vsin, you'll get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada at the D here on a numbers game. Uh, we get tweets at beating the book. Um, Blue Hen Bill, I played two five-leg teasers this past weekend. One seven-point, one six-point. Tied up the seven-point to Buffalo plus four-and-a-half. Tied up the six-point to KC plus eight-and-a-half. Obviously, the middle hit. The amazing part is that no point at no point in the game were KC or Buffalo not covering my teaser. There you go. Blue Hen Bill then also hey, adds, sorry for tweeting two days in a row. I'm sure it's a violation. <laughs> it is not a violation. You are allowed to do that. A uh, lot of... A lot of exchange talk on my uh, timeline uh, because of the story. I don't know if you heard at ESPN Bet where there was a there was a boost. Yeah, I was and like so, two days late to it, but yes, I yeah. finally read it up on it yesterday. And so the exchanges had record days in New Jersey. Profit Exchange and Sport Trade both had um, individual records of their own um, with them getting involved in that because betters used them as a way to maximize. So it was. It was just a lot of people like. Yeah, well, it was again, ESPN bet had it. I think Ravens nine and a half boosted to plus one fifteen, I, I believe, and then all, they were going. Everybody was going to the exchanges and grabbing like even money. They were locking in profits yeah, on yeah. the exchanges. So there, yeah, arbitrage yeah. in between the exchange and, and ESPN bet. If you are in New Jersey, a state that has these exchanges, please take advantage. We don't talk about it enough because it's. You know, only in a couple states. Yeah. But it's like that's that's the way to go. So in the like profit exchange, really only one we can I can speak to because we've ta- we've had those guys on the show multiple yep. times. But like I think the redesign they did to the site too makes it so much easier because anybody used to w- working with a sports book, the, it, it's a pretty much just a sports book layout now. Yep. So like I had some friends that, that, right. that live in Jersey that were a little I think a little confused with how it all worked and everything. But if you make it look like a sports book. It t- they they use it all the time now. They they've been on profit exchange all the time. De- we've had Dean and Jake on from profit exchange. They're also like the, although when we talk about Survivor and all the hedging, like all of Joe Pita's hedging talk, 
works with those exchanges right. in a yes. way that it, it far better than it does with yeah. sports books. Yep. Right. Even Joe acknowledges that. Yeah. I mean, what's so. the what's the average vig? It's yeah. like six cents. We're talking or something like that. I'll tell you one day when we get legalized. <laughs> it's going to be great. Here. It's going to be great. We, we just want like uh, tennis quarters during, for a slam during the break. And I did yeah. get a couple questions about this yesterday about about long shots and everything. So oh, yeah. During the break, I was I was I was kind of making fun of, of my good friend seeing the shot because uh, he was oh. complaining about the odds coming yes. out late for this tournament. I saw you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah the East Coast where it was like probably. <laughs> Probably late Sunday night. I'm doing my full handicap for this tournament yesterday. I'm like, I got two books with odds up right now. Like, I can't shop around and make any bets. Bro, there is a tennis grand slam going on. Yeah, oh, this is We're the in the quarters and the semis now, right? But, but let's just use the quarters because the semis haven't happened yet. And, and obviously, the round of 16 before that. And like, BetMGM does not ever have any, like, they have some matches up, but they don't even have all the matches up. And again, uh, not to pick on you, but I'm going to pick on you on this one because it's ridiculous. It's yeah. like, you don't even have, like, if you're going to do part of them, shouldn't you be doing all of them? That's the part I never get. Yes. Yeah. yeah when they do stuff like that. Just makes no, just makes no. Anyway. So anyway, yeah, programming update. We will be recording long shots after a numbers game today. Oh. So yeah, you, you know, later this afternoon, you'll be out there. Uh, then the, and a lot of these tweets also have to do, so not only with exchanges, but also people uh, telling me about the Pearl Jam stuff. Uh, Johnny Ringo, the Pearl Jam album 10 was inspired by a band member having a Mookie Blaylock card as he wore the number 10. Tom F., yes, Pearl Jam as a band was actually named Mookie Blaylock for their first few months. First album named 10 after his uniform number. Uh, and then oh, that uh, was the story I had heard is that they the band name had been that Christian Marge. So Pearl Jam actually used to be called Mookie Blaylock yeah. and their album 10 was called such because it was Mookie's jersey number. Fun fact. Yes. So that is a story. And then Scott Cup with a math coming up. He says, teach the 99 percent birthday rule with 30 people uh, in a room while you're at it. <laughs> when we talk about 14 to eight to six, um, you know, that one with a professor like wows his students with. I bet you like, you know, at least two of you will match on a birthday. No, no, I don't know this. Yeah, it's all it's all the math like is in his favor, but it just blows people's minds. Oh, okay. That's a whole nother I'll have story. To look that we one. already have enough math. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, coming yeah. up. I mean, the Monty Hall one is already like. Can no. I, I say the Monty Hall one? To this day, I still don't, don't fully understand. <laughs> it's not that I don't fully understand. <laughs> I don't fully buy it. Enough. It's beyond understanding. So, so it's one it's of the, like it's one of those Gil I've dealt with enough <laughs> in my life that I know what I should do. If I'm ever in the situation somehow in my life where I have a chance to win something or my life depends on it, I know exactly we, what to do. We to should switch my. We answer. should explain to people. Monty yeah. Hall was the was the host of Let's Make a Deal, which was a famous game show game show ish back in the day. I can't even. Is actually the host? He was the host. Oh, okay. Monty Hall was the host. Okay. And so I just want to get this right because we were just doing it off of yeah. riffing here. So there's there's three doors, three doors. Yeah. and they reveal one of the doors. So yeah, prize behind there's one of the three doors. There's going to be a prize between one of the, uh, behind one of the three doors. They reveal there's a goat behind mm-hmm. the first one, right? And so they ask the contestant. Go- goat no. is not the prize. Right. <laughs> Or, or the pri- I can't remember. So you, whatever's behind the first one is, you is some kind of door one, prize. he opens up door three. There's nothing in it. He asks you, would you like to change your answer? Oh, correct. Yes. And okay. you're supposed to change your answer. And you are supposed to change your answer. That's the Monty Hall, what they call it, the Monty Hall question, the Monty Hall conundrum. I can't remember. Like anyway, that's that's a whole other thing. That's for another show. Because somehow your probability <laughs> goes from one-third to two-thirds. I don't know if I'm really I think people woke up this morning. They're like, boy, you know what I want for my radio show in the morning? A little math. <laughs> 
Uh, we're going to get to it. Hey, it's called a numbers game. You knew yeah. what you were getting into. No, a little later on, again, we're going to talk about this. is inspired by a, a tweet that we got yesterday from somebody who was saying how much he loves the show so much, he's learned so much, but he can't explain. The only problem he runs into is he can't explain to, like, a 50-year-old Joe the sports fan why it is optimal to go when you're down 14 and you score a touchdown to go for two there. And it occurred to me that there's still a lot of people yeah. that still don't buy into that. And Fez and I got into uh, an exchange yesterday about what's the best way to convey this. So we'll get into that momentarily. But first, before we do, um, and we got to Super Bowl odds, can I just say a couple things about the Niners? One, I was saying yesterday on the show, I do think there's a little it, – it's fascinating with me with Brock Purdy. Um, there is a Brock Purdy hateration segment of our sports betting and sports fan mm -hmm. yeah. populace, right? It's very funny that he is the one not afforded grace, right? Like, if anybody else messes up, it's like, oh, they messed up. But if Brock Purdy dares mess up, they, like, go in all in, go all in yeah. on him. And I just want to point out again that Brock Purdy, when it mattered most this past weekend, was fantastic on that last drive. And Jordan Love, who I love, was kind of terrible three out of the last four drives of that, of that game. But we don't hear about that. So I just want to point that out. The other thing was... Have you heard, you know, I was killing Kyle Shanahan yesterday for the way he mismanaged the end of the first half and saying, you know, this was ridiculous. He we went from 114 to 34 seconds, more than half the remaining clock, doing nothing when they were at the plus 40. Like, what was he doing? And then they settled for a long field goal. They got blocked, served them right. Well, it's come out that Shanahan is so wrapped up in the analytics of the double dip, right? Which we have talked about on this show for many years, I think well before others were, quite frankly, where it's like that's how you optimize those last two. By the way, you can make an in-game bet to your, to your, uh, you know, to your good uh, monetary gain also thinking about that. But Shanahan heard that there's a stat, right, where that you are, you're going to win 65% of football games if you optimize, the, if, you know, if, you've, if you have the ball last in the first half. This is, this is where someone takes analytics and completely misapplies them. Mm. Because, yes, you do win 65% of NFL games if you have the ball last. That doesn't also mean you botch the first part right. of that. Yeah. You, have to be, uh, you have to have optimization of each part of that. You have to try. You're at the plus 40. What are you doing? So it strikes me as bizarro that Kyle Shanahan, who is this intelligent human being, would override all common sense with, oh, I gotta have it last, even I, if I just botch it. Yeah, that's the, not I, the point of that. I'm glad you brought that up. I, 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 I think as this the past couple days have gone on, I've reached the point of so many things either went wrong, were handled poorly, or just went bad for the Niners in that game. That somehow the fact that they escaped with a it's win, incredible. In our here, it's incredible. Like they can't possibly be as nope. bad, as unprepared, as mismanaged in game as they were a week ago. <laughs> that's, I agree. That's going to be part of the I basis agree. for my bet on the no, Niners. They cannot be as bad as they were a week ago. You got a Super Bowl MVP bet? Uh, bet before we know who the two teams are. Yeah, we're, you know, I was going to bring this up just to, yeah, and I know a lot of people like to talk about this, but you know, is there value on betting on anybody right now? I think is the question when you're down to final. Four. Mahomes by proxy is the one that leaps off the page, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think in my opinion, look, we're, we're usually talking quarterbacks when we talk this morning. If you're really high on, you know, the Lions for some reason, then sure, yeah, grab a piece of Jared Goff.
Well, I, I think the likelihood of another Chief winning it if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, besides Mahomes, is very slim. Someone tried to uh, say, what about Nick Bosa at 50-1? to 1? I think that's the opposite. I think the Niners have so many weapons on offense yeah. that the likelihood of a defensive player, which is already sparse in the history of Super Bowl MVPs, likely of one on that team winning it is even more remote. We'll come back. More football on the other side. Eric Eager joins us next. If you haven't already, check out the new vsin.com. Looking at the front page right now, you got your NFL playoffs, conference championship betting guide, you got your college basketball best bets. You name the sport, we got something. NFL, Lions, Niners, Ravens, Chiefs, picks and predictions. Wes Reynolds will have a farmer's insurance open uh, right up up there later today. I'm sure Zach Cohen's got some Australian open. Definitely. All of our picks, all the uh, show hosts and uh, guests with all of our picks at the new vsin.com. Check it out. Today, it's Gil Alexander. Uh, we get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. Adam Orphan, could not agree with you more, Gil, about Al Adels Jr. Uh, he is such a good quality person. Oh, you know Al, too. I'm glad you do. Um, Al and I used to hang out. Al uh, also claims that they stole the script of Snakes on a Plane from him. Little Al Adels Jr. fact. <laughs> I'm telling you, he does. Uh, Scott, New York Mets 16. He says, I love the pressure question to Jim Root. I ask my kids if they're sure about their answers when uh, helping with homework because I want them to have confidence in their answer. At first, they thought they had it wrong. Now it's final answer, Dad. I love it. Jim, I love messing with Jim. Jim, are you sure about your coach's answers? Uh, Steve Stange, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He says, uh, regarding the draft, I agree with you. Higher, lower, too confusing. Why not sooner or later? Because um, that's how they word it in the sports books. Scott, N-O-Y-F-B. Isn't the new MGM app out? I think it's out today, isn't it? That's right. I was just going to look. Yeah, maybe today. Because you're right. We're looking forward to that here, the Bet MGM app in, in Nevada. And then DP, Monty Hall, Jimmy Buffett wrote a song called My Whole World Lies Behind Door Number 3, LOL. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, uh, best listeners in the game who listen to every sort of thing we talk about. One of the things Kelly and I were laughing about is here we are. We're about to do the math about, you know, when you're down 14 and you score going for two. We talked about the professor with the birthdays matching. And we talked about the Monty Hall paradox. I finally got the word right. It's paradox. And we're like, if only we had a doctor who knew something about math coming on the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports. How you doing, Eric? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, used to teach those uh, in, in class. Uh, they were fun times. He used to teach them. The Monty Hall paradox, we were just about to get into it off air. To this day, I can't truly wrap my head around it. Can you give a 30-second explanation? Well, I think that the big issue is that, like, right, you choose – right? You choose which door you pick at first. And so then there are two doors left and the, the game show host knows which, you know, which door has the car behind it. Right. So then he or she then just choose it. Like he's not going to choose the door, the door that has the car behind it. Right. So he's on, he's eliminating one that doesn't have, it. you know what I'm saying? So you automatically eliminate one that doesn't have it. So <laughs> you should see. among the two that are left, yeah, you know, you have a two and three chance. So that that's like the whole point is that you know you've already kind of you've just changed the probability space is the, is like sort of the mathy way of saying it. And 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 again, it's all because if if the if the game show host didn't know and he opened it up and 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 messed up and like opened the car the one with the car in it, obviously that would that would change the whole the whole you know 
outcome, but he does know, and obviously he's going to open one that has the goat, in, you know, behind it. So that that's like the whole point is that is that he knows that you know he knows what's behind both doors, <laughs> okay. and he's opening up one that doesn't have one behind it. I'm looking at Kelly's face, and I can tell he totally did not get that. One third, one third, one yeah. third. Yeah, what if he, what if he opens up the door, Eric, that has the other goat behind it on accident? That what he does does That's anything. The whole point, but he's not he he's not going to right like he's not going to. So he's automatically shoving the one third into the door. He's he's taking the one third and and basically showing it to you behind the door that he doesn't open. So that the oh. the human element corrupts the math. Is that correct? correct? He's he's taking the one third and handing it over to the door that he doesn't open. The human element corrupts the math. That right there is the best way that my brain's been able to understand okay. that. All right. Thank God. Well, thanks for coming, Eric. No. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's, let's talk championship. First of all, how'd you do divisional round? Well, we, we talked Chief. We, we, uh, we had Chiefs uh, on Friday when I was on with uh, JVT and, and, uh, uh, and Murray. So that was, uh, that was fun. Um, I, I also like Tampa and the over. So I, I sort of split there. Uh, and I think I liked Houston as well, uh, small. So that, that obviously didn't work. Although through one half, I was actually at that game and you could hear a pin drop at halftime when I went to the bathroom to, 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 uh, uh, not to actually go to the bathroom, just to, to, to heat up because it was, it was quite cold there. Um, but you, you got like shades of, Oh, Oh, here we go again. Uh, after Steven Sims ran that punt back. So, um, it'll be a fun weekend this weekend. Uh, I think Kansas city is, is rightfully underdogs again, whereas I didn't necessarily know, uh, if they should have been underdogs this past weekend. All right. So let's flesh that out. Let's start with that. So it sounds like, cause I was on the chiefs as well. Um, but am am really struggling with this game in terms of a side because I don't want to be the person who gets in front of Pat Mahomes, even though my instinct is to lay the points with the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, look, like Mike McDonald has been terrific all year. I think, you know, the one thing, though, has been he has been awesome against these Shanahan schemes, right? You know, Shanahan himself, you know, the 49ers, but also just last week with Bobby Slowick and, uh, you know, the even even down to the Ben Johnson, you know, a lot of those play action, run game first, tight end crosser kind of offenses. I will say the one time he did struggle of late was against Matthew Stafford, kind of that that you know gamer kind of quarterback who can make plays off platform and 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 make plays with his arm and you know that's how that's who Patrick Mahomes is and, and so I, I think that you know Joe Tooney being hurt is a little bit of a thing. I think Kansas City's run game, which you know over the past you know five six games had become a top half of the league run defense, regressed quite a bit against Buffalo. You know they held. Uh, Josh Allen to 185 yards, but they were gashed in the run game the other day. Uh, if they're if they're similarly gashed this week, I don't think that they'll have much of a chance in this one. But uh, I do think the Chiefs will do a better job uh, offensively than some of these teams have against the Ravens. So, um, you know, it, I, I think you know three and a half. It's expensive. But that's the way I lean. But I do I do think that this Ravens team is a step up in weight class from what the Chiefs went up against last week. So clarifying, you you are your instinct is to lay the three and a half. No, my instinct is to is to lean Kansas City because oh, of the okay. quarterback, because okay. of the of the stylistic difference between what the Chiefs present offensively versus what McDonald has 
really dominated defensively. However, um, I will say that the, they are warrant the, the Ravens deserve to be favorites in this game. I just don't know if if it's a full field goal and the hook that they deserve to be favorites uh, oh. for in this game. Okay, Niners favored by seven over the Lions with lots of questions swirling around Debo Samuel as a headline anyway for the Niners. Yeah, I, I mean, over 51, uh, and it's kind of trending under here, so maybe you can wait on this and wait to get 50 and a half. Uh, probably wait on the weather report in this game. Um, you know, set, you know, you're getting seven. I'd probably, you know, as much as you can get seven on Detroit, probably do that. I, I don't think any offense in the NFL depends upon its skill position players from a point spread perspective more than the 49ers do. Uh, that that's the whole handicap to me in, in this one. Uh, I, I think that that's, you know, that that's kind of where I lean. I, I kind of make this game more like six. Um, and, and that's just because I think Detroit is really well-rounded offensively. And I think the 49ers, after you, you know, you get to that back seven, it's Traverius Ward and, you know, it's much weaker than, than normal. And, and we saw that a little bit against uh, the Green Bay Packers. And when you look at the other side of the ball, this isn't the historical San Francisco 49ers offensive line that, that you've seen in the past. It's kind of Trent Williams and a, a relatively weak offensive line relative to normal. And so, you know, even though Detroit's defense is not, you know, a, an upper half of the league unit, I think that uh, it, it won't be as easy as I think many people believe, uh, you know, this weekend. All right, if I asked you to handicap, let's take this Lions-Niners game, and let's take Kyle Shanahan and Dan Campbell. And if I was a sports book and the question was, which of these two coaches is more likely to have a gaffe, how would you, whether, now that gaffe could be botching the end of the first half, it could be not challenging Baker Mayfield's knee down, right? It could be whatever it, you know, Dan Campbell had about three gaffes, I thought. Kyle Shanahan had the egregious one at the end of the first half. Who of the two is the most likely to have a coaching gaffe that affects this game? Well, Dan Campbell this year, we have him actually on in-game decisions about a, 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 game, a game better than the average coach, whereas we have Shanahan about one-sixth of a game worse. A lot of that is on kickoff returns, and we actually saw that where, you know, obviously the, the plus EV move is now to just kick it through the end zone and a fair catch every kickoff. And, you know, we saw, you know, Green Bay had a, a long kick return that almost, you know, uh, cost them the game the other day. Um, and, and Campbell is, you know, quite good, almost half, a, you know, over half a win on just fourth down decisions alone. Uh, whereas Shanahan's been better there, but still has, you know, a propensity to, you know, kick in, in situations where going for it would be plus EV. So I, I think in the in-game decision making, I think Campbell has an edge. All right, Eric, appreciate it. Good luck with all your bets, man, and thank you for the Monty Hall explanation, especially. Hey, you, hey, enjoy the weekend, guys, and uh, have a good one. You too. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports, at Eric Eager underscore. Don't forget the underscore afterwards. Mm -hmm. That is him. We'll come back. Ladies and gentlemen, Nerd Ball Radio, to the best of my ability, will try to explain why you go for two, went down 14, and you score. That's coming up. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Thank you. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying, Cal's a bust, he can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Oh, I love the Wildcat. Put the VEASAN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with the VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VEASAN Pro annual subscription. Get your first year for only $199. Just use promo code ANG. Get access to everything on our brand. New VEASAN.com website. Plus, our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems. Premium analysis. 24-7 video access. Plus, our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember to use promo code ANG. A-N-G. That's A-N-G as in A-numbers game. Promo code A-N-G. Get your first year of Visa Pro Access for only $1.99. Sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, right here on the numbers game, live from Barcanada, the barrage here at the D. 
Um, okay, this was inspired by a tweet yesterday that we got from Michael Harrison. Shout out, Michael Harrison. Thank you for this. Uh, he said yesterday, and I read this yesterday, he said, Gil, I've learned so much from your show the last few years, and I'm grateful for it. It has, however, ruined my ability to watch and talk NFL with casual fans, trying to explain why Todd Bowles went for two uh, to cut it to six down from eight. I tr it's, it's hard. He says, trying to explain that to stubborn 50-year-old dudes was as frustrating as you might imagine. So we talked about it. We, we read that tweet yesterday. I didn't think much about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I can, you know, we all have people who it's still tough to explain to it. And it occurred to me, it's not just, you know, I don't want to disparage because it's, it's not intuitive no, for it's most. Not. Yeah, it's not. It's not. And so randomly last night, and the reason that this was jogged in my head, again, me, Fezzik, Felica, Will Hill, and Todd Wishnev are on a, on a text thread together. It's typically for Todd in college basketball, but, you know, We'll get on these sidebars, and yesterday, me and Fezzik, much to the the dismay of Felica, Will, and Todd, got into this thing about what's the best way to convey to people why it is optimal to go for two when down 14 late in a football game. Um, <clears throat> and my thing with this is Fezzik is so smart that one of the things that, that I have to say to him is I go, yes, but you have to understand that conveying that information is a different matter than what you believe to be so intuitive. And so that's, so the challenge here is yeah. we decided we're going to do this exercise. Um, because do you believe you, you know the reason why? Do you, yeah, can yeah, you explain yeah, it to somebody? Yeah, Could I you? do, but I always think there's, I understand the confusion. Yeah. I also think that even even with, I think what, what, what Eric said about the Monty Hall going back to that, like there's always little things that if you say a certain way, it triggers something Correct. in someone's brain to understand it better. Correct. So the one that I always try to preface this one with is the goal with all of this is to win the game in regulation. And I don't think that enough no, people no. understand that. Okay, well, let's not let's, – okay, let, let me do it my way. We'll, okay, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I don't Come wanna, back. I don't want to muddy it. All right, so now we don't – this is radio. We don't have a chalkboard. We don't have pa paper and pencil. So I'm going to try to explain this as, as easily as I can. So – we have to make some, let's just start with some basic, let's make the math as easy as possible. Okay. Okay? Uh, if you're down 14 and you decide to kick the extra points twice, by the way, the assumption in all of this is that after you score the first time, you stop the other team and you score a second time. Otherwise, there's no point in even having this conversation. There's also that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but let's just start there. Um, if you, okay, let's just say, for the math, for making the math simple, you make extra points 100% of the time. We know that's not true, but for the math of this, you make, 100, uh, you make the extra points 100% of the time, and you make the two-point conversions 50% of the time, okay? Yep. And if a game goes to overtime, you win 50% of the time, okay? None of those are, are ex exactly accurate, but for the math of this, this is how you explain it. Extra points you make every time, two-point conversions you make half the time. When a game goes to overtime, you win it half the time. And again, the assumption that if you score the first time, you stop the other team and you score a second time. Okay, so if you kick the extra points, right, you're going to force overtime, right? You, you cut it to seven. You stop the other team. You score again. You kick the second extra point. You force overtime. We've already established you win 50% of the time, right? One half of the time. So think about a fraction. One over two. Okay, 50% of the time. If you go for two, <clears throat> okay, and you make it, which happens 50% of the time, you're going to win the football game, okay? So that, that would, if you go for two, you win 50% of the time, okay? One over two, half the time. 
except for when you go for two, there's an extra, there's an extra thing that happens. Even if you miss that two, right, you get a second shot at the two that you will hit 50% of the time, which will force overtime, which you will win 50% of the time. So that extra caveat in math, right, you miss the two, you make the two, yeah. you force overtime, you win half the time, is by fraction, half times half times half, which is an eighth. So if you took four-eighths, one-half, right, when you kick the extra points, is actually four-eighths, versus four-eighths plus one-eighth, yes. that is why you go for two, ladies and gentlemen. That is your explanation. That's algebra. For someone like Steve, that's super simple junior high, high school math. Yeah. But when you ex if you explain that to your average football fan in that way, hopefully that rings home. Now, there's going to be a full segment of the audience that just heard that that's like, uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. But you got that. Yeah, it's the, it's the five-eighths versus four-eighths thing. Yeah. It's five-eighths versus four-eighths. Yeah. It's yeah. very simple math. And that is the, the easiest way to convey that subject. So, anyway, there it is. Yeah, and I think it becomes, I, I mean, even if you had some coaches, like we've questioned throughout this entire season, right? How many coaches do we, we've asked different guests this, yeah. right? We've talked to different people. How many, how many coaches do you think are comfortable with this and know to yes. do this? Right, because, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say, I, I think that, you know, we were talking about this past weekend, and the one point that I made is that it becomes even more important now that we're in the playoffs and we have these new overtime rules in the playoffs, right? That you're, there's always going to be another opportunity for the other team to catch up. So you yeah. want to be able to, if you, if you have the chance to end in regulation, you want to be able to do that as much as you possibly can. And as I'm just anticipating listener reaction to that, uh, yes, certain teams have mastered the Tuchus Bush, mm -hmm. right? The Eagles. Certain teams are smaller, and so maybe they don't feel as confident in two-point conversions. We're not, we're not talking about those variables. I'm just talking about the strict math of it. Um, what we're really, what you were getting at, I think, Kelly, can be distilled to this. What we're really fighting is decades of, of the confirmation bias of the way you play football and the way that our human brains are wired is to extend a game as long as possible, yes, yeah. to stay alive, to not lose. And so that, and by the way, that's not invalid. Right, it's not right? invalid. I'm, I'm kind of chugging because it's kind of the way you describe Survivor. It's the flip of it. Like the goal is to win right. the game, not, the goal to, is not exactly to survive how, as long exactly as you can. exactly how I yeah. describe Survivor. The goal is to win, not to survive. That's right. By the way, did you see the uh, Survivor documentary Sizzle Reel? No. Todd is in it for five seconds. He steals the show. Oh, really? I got to check that out. <laughs> I know. I haven't seen it. It's so great. Um, yeah. So he's trying to be basically the Shohei Otani, he was saying, of both of the contest millions. and, uh, and <laughs> Anyway, there, there is your math, and take that for what it's Well, and I think the part, to, just to add on to what you're saying of what we've heard all of our lives, how many times have you heard on a broadcast from your father, from your friends, yeah. that it was, you don't go for two until you have to go for two? And, well, and, remember there used to there's a chart. Remember, yeah, there used to be the chart when also, you go for it or that, not, right? right? And this yeah. is where I think that rule still applies in this situation. It's just tough for people to think about this situation as being it's time for go to two. You our, have to go our, for two. Our brains are wired for survival, and that's this math disproves that, right? We're we're trying to what we're trying to do is 
say to the person who feels it's too risky that in fact it is not too risky, that it is the opposite, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's the whole story there. Did you want to get in some golf plays before we left? Oh, so we should circle back to your tennis, and then, yeah, yes. I, just for, you know, apologies, we do have this weird tournament this week, so I don't have my full uh, card uh, ready yet, but it will be up on vsun.com. We are doing long shots later, so go over everything there. As far as stuff that I have bet so far, I did bet Keegan Bradley outright, so seeing Najad was on him as well. Uh, Luke List outright, he did win this tournament a couple years ago, so longer longer shot there, 80-1. to one. I am looking at a couple of the shorter, a shorter shot guys uh, that stick out to me. Going to be probably betting one or two of those uh, after discussing with my friends on long shots later. And maybe this guy behind me. Uh, <laughs> get that figured out. Um, I do have top closer. 20s. Yeah, top 20s on Keegan and Hideki Matsuyama. And then Ludwig, I did play as top Scandinavian at plus one. Top one. Scandinavian. Yes. You got your Swedens. You got your Finlands. You got your Norways in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, here's the deal. I've got three. I didn't have any tennis plays last night. I do have three tonight. I have the over in the Orkats Medvedev match. That is still at 40 and a half. I expect a serve bot from a performance from Orkats here, at least a 1-7 to 6 set. Uh, I think we go over 40 and a half, Medvedev Orkats. And then on the lady side, these numbers don't exist anymore. They're in the plus 150s. I got them respectively, Estremska and Kalinskaya, at plus 179 and plus 174. I would not let this go anywhere below plus 150 at all on these. Um, it's all about the number. Get the number. Those were at VEASAN.com slash picks. It pays to subscribe. Best Bets is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the sports betting network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.